Seat yourselves, men and women of planet Earth. Come as you are, from work, from taverns, from study, science hall, and all that exists. Come all who are weary of their status quo, bored, hungry, unsatisfied. Join us today at Conscious Speaks. Hello, everybody. It's Kelly J., host of Conscious Speaks, and today we have an amazing audio healing experience to create with you, with each of you, spirit-led and uh, ready to take calls from anywhere. We have two numbers that you can call in to talk to me on the show and share a story, or if you hear something that um, is being discussed that sparks your soul strand and you feel like you want to share, these are the numbers to please use. Call in and, uh, and, and come, come be on live radio today with Eric and I. Eric Ryder will be standing by, and the numbers that you can call in on if you want to grab a pen, it's uh, one of them is 425-373-5527, and the other is 888-298-5569. I'll share those numbers a couple more times uh, throughout the show in case someone out there gets their soul strand sparked and didn't write it down at the beginning of the show. So uh, today, my intention, my intention for the show is to inspire others to think about their thoughts and take a look inside to find their root causes. My journey really set sail because my whole life I've been thinking about my thoughts, knowing that that was the way through, um, through the, my matter, really, you know. Um, and so the, the heart of the matter, right, our thoughts, um, what we think, what we remember, how we preserve those thoughts, how we honor them, how we cherish them, how we um, value them and place some, uh, more importantly, up on a wall against the others that we discard. And every time, that's a choice, right? And so mind over matter, it's just come to me lately, is going to be a big part of the show that we're going to be creating a segment around to really work and open up how that works across the, across the universe because it is in everything. We literally are, if you think about it, mind over matter. Um, if you think about as above, so below. If you think of uh, our higher self versus our lowest nature, right? All of those things come into play when we think of mind over matter. There's so many different teachings around mind over matter, and there's a way for everyone to find a way to connect to their own personal signature and song within their matter that they can find to break open frequencies and grow exponentially. What happens when we do, actually, let me just say I, when I set sail to do my spiritual work was I realized that I wanted to change my perception and I wanted to change the reality that I had created and I knew there was a way to do it. So I had to start analyzing everything I was doing in my day-to-day life that had built the system of my mind and matter that were creating on cue, no matter what, the patterns that I was running on every day, weekly, right? (laughs) And so uh, mind over matter is really, it's the basis of any transformation journey, any psychologist, counselor, um, parent, anyone out there that's interested in trying to help others see things. I think that we all can connect to our own way that we use and share about mind over matter. So my intention really is, you know, to kick off the conversation 
And if people feel interested or if their soul strand, as I call it, their curiosity, right, or your interest is piqued, if any of that happens, then you could call in on 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. And you can share your story today with me, Kelly J, and the audience on Alternative Talk, and, uh, and we'll be really excited to hear from you. You know, I'd like to let you know that Conscious Speaks is really important to me. It's the evolution of seven years of transformation work. And it, it's to a point where I'm really starting to uh, literally crown um, the transformation work that I've done. I'm on my seventh transformation. And we're really going to take this show into a, a bigger opening and really try to dive in and really just create a place for people to share, grow, give and be with each other to really open up these pathways in our neurological listening and breathing and, and thinking um, patterns so we can move them around a little. We can massage them open. We can find a way for light to get in and some darkness to move out. Um, we really can change the way we feel about ourselves any moment we choose by using mind over matter, but it's a process and we have to go slow and you have to take care of yourself First, So we allow ourselves to be where we are as we're learning to undo everything that we've wound up on our journey. You know, we are a worldwide, worldwide sorry, self-love community that is learning to love ourselves so we can truly love others. In a world where it is preached, literally, that we should do unto others as we would do unto ourselves, as we've spoke about in past shows, it's a little hard to do that if we don't know that we are still blocked and, and hurting inside. So when we can't keep our promise, when we can't keep in joy, when we lose our mind to fear, when we forget to practice kindness and we sometimes slip, those things are all part of the human journey. So we want to be kind and we want to remember everything's a practice. We practice everything along the way that brought us to this point. And so to change it is going to take some time. I never thought I'd be sitting here seven years later, <laughs> still learning and opening the doors the way I am. At the beginning of my transformation journey, I'm going to be honest, and I remember my friend Maureen O'Neill laughing in a, in a loving way when I said that I was going to do my first 90-day transformation to become balanced in mind, body, and soul and find true love in 90 days. <laughs> I remember she laughed kind of like that and she said good luck with that and I didn't have any clue I had no clue I thought that's totally doable and I think that's our human nature we we see something and we want it we see the goal we see that what it looks like and so we assume we can get there just by starting and believe me starting is so important it's so important um, but it's the part that literally will catapult you into learning how to practice everything you're doing and unlearning every day. And so that's the amazing part of transformation work. It really doesn't stop. But once you realize the goodness of it, you wouldn't trade it for anything else. Okay, so let's take a big conscious breath in and a soft exhale out. <sighs> and get ready for Conscious Speaks Mind Over Matter. Now, we have... A couple quotes that I wanted to share. I say we, and it's just me. But Eric's here, so. 
I am here. <laughs> Eric's in the studio, so it is we, right? That's right. <laughs> hey, Eric, do you mind if I ask you a question? Sure. Okay, everybody, this is Eric Ryder, the amazing engineer, and uh, really, literally keeps me together here on the show. And so I was going to read a quote and t- ask you what came to mind. Do you mind participating? Not at all. Oh, I love it. Okay. So I really love Marcus Aurelius, and uh, one of his quotes is, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this, and you will find strength. Mm. When you hear that, what comes to mind in your heart? Mm. Could you re- repeat that one more time? Because mm. I think it's, it's worth repeating. Yes, yes. We're going to read this quote again. It's by Marcus Aurelius. And it says, you have power over your mind, not over outside events. Realize this, and you will find strength. Yeah. It's uh, accepting the things you can change and uh, accepting what you can't change, I guess. <laughs> right? Mind over matter, yeah, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so these things all come back to mind over matter. Do you mind if we play a little bit longer? I'll read no, you another absolutely. one. absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. Again, everybody out there, I love Marcus Aurelius. Okay, so here's one of his quotes, the second one. Everything we hear is an option, not a fact. Everything we see is a perspective, not the truth. Hmm. What do you think about that one? Yeah, that's interesting. I, I worry about how people would interpret that in today's climate, um, <laughs> just with a lot of people using using uh, falsehoods as spin, you know, yeah. uh, trying to say there's no real truth, which I, I personally don't accept. I mean, I think there's facts <laughs> and there's falsehoods. But I think what he's getting at there is that uh, every piece of information that's put at you has some sort of um, interpretation on it, maybe. Right, right. Yeah. There's a movie I love called, uh, I think it's Cloud. I don't watch TV or movies a lot, so if I get the name wrong, I feel bad. I think it's Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the quotes is, truth is singular, our versions are different. Yeah. Right. So maybe there's there's more to every every fact that we think we know. There's 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 deeper, there's depth. Uh, even when we think there might not be more depth. Right. There's the, context. The context, actually. Yeah. I like that a lot because the color of the context, and we could take it back to the first show when we talked about chakras and all the different feelings and emotions that are attached to them. The context of the color of what we're visually seeing is singular to us. but And that makes it different because everyone's mm. perspective is genuinely unique just like we are it's never the same but the happening which would be what we could call the truth what happened is singular it only happened one way right but how we look at it how we see it through our vision is how we attach our truth to it yeah there you go and until we do transformation work we may still be attaching our truth to everyone else and when they don't fit into our truth then we rally. You see it a lot in public with the discourse and things going on. Sure. It, um, you know, there's a quote and a saying that my rights end where yours begin. Hmm. And it's beautiful, right? That would, you, we could take that into perception and how we all see the, everything in our own way of it happening. But it's just one truth. Right. Like when we take, if we take an experience or even someone telling us something and we don't assign a negative or a positive feeling to it, 
then it is neutral. So everything is neutral until we assign a feeling to it. And if you think about that, it's really about, it goes back to the quote by Marcus Aurelius, you have power over your mind, not the outside events, right? So everything is neutral until we assign a feeling or an emotion to it. And interesting enough, it's not just our feeling that's assigning that emotion. It is a myriad of feelings that have become an intention through our agreements and core um, abilities to make choices, how we are going to respond to things that are deeper inside of us than just what we're visually seeing. So mind over matter can be very complicated or it can be very, very easy. Right. You know, it, they, in spiritual work sometimes, and I'm sure it's in all work, they say, you know, it's an easy thing. It's, it's an easy thing, but it's a simple thing, but it's not easy. I think that's the quote. Have you heard that? It's simple, but it's not easy. And I think that that is really important when we start to think about mind over matter. If we really start to look at it's a choice, how we react, then that's our first step in the doorway. Because when we can stop to, as we talked about earlier in the show, stop to think about our thoughts, then we can look at it as something that we can undress in that moment and decide to look at it from a neutral point and from that second look, not the first reaction, but the second look when we're looking at our reaction, go, hmm, how would I look at it neutrally so then I can observe it in a way that allows me to make an educated decision, right? We'll talk about another quote that comes up, and that is by Aristotle, someone else that I truly love. It says that it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. When you hear that, Eric, the first thing that just stood out to me is educated mind. So what comes to mind when you hear that phrase, educated mind? Well, you know, somebody a bit learned, <laughs> spent some time, did some research. <laughs> it just popped out at me and it, it screamed for some attention. It is the mark of an educated mind. I mean, if you listen to even the way that I use I, the way I put my harmony around those words, I give that those two words a lot of respect. And the truth is, in the world, that could mean two different things. There's a learned man, and then there's people that we are a learned man or woman. But then there's the, we learn there's the you know school of hard knocks. That's true. I'd like to just raise my hand and say I've done both. I, I am street, both. <laughs> street smarts versus book learning, right? I, I am, I'm both. I am yeah. street smarts and book learning. But yes, right? And so if someone's on either side of that aisle, per se, they might look at what the feeling of those words mean and, and, and not be able to address them in a way that I'm thinking that they would. And not because they can't. Because what educated mind means to me is we've taken the time to learn how to see through all these different eyes so we're not making decisions, but we're actually looking and we're able to put ourselves in everyone else's shoes. When we can see through everyone's eyes, then we take our eyes off us. That really moves into self-love. I mean, that's what it feels like for me. What does it feel like for you? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're having some freestyle fun here. Uh, we are uh, Conscious Speaks, 
And we'd love to have some phone calls if anyone's out there listening. If you'd like to call in and join the conversation, we're talking about mind over matter. And everyone has a different idea or perspective of how how this works. And uh, what really started me down this road was I was thinking about some topics to bring to the show so we can engage the listeners and I during this beautiful radio show that we're creating together to really get people involved with mind over matter. Because the truth is, if we don't involve ourselves with our mind, we'll never get over our matter. The metaphor there is beautiful because everything matters. Everything that we think and feel matters. When we discredit any one thing, then we're shaming ourselves. And that will go into a little backstreet reel that will come up and play anytime we think we don't matter. And you're going to find that there are ways that you, once you, if you try transformation work, you'll find out there are ways that you didn't know that you thought you didn't matter until you do the work. I guarantee you it's happened to me again and again, and it will continue to because it's my journey to continually deconstruct those thoughts and patterns to overcorrect them in real time to where they're not happening at all. If that's a real thing, um, I like to try and do things like that. So if you are out there listening and you want to grab a pen and paper, I'm going to give you the phone number to jot down because we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And then when uh, we come back, you could call in uh, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Have you ever felt stuck? Like, who I am is who I am, and I just can't change at this point. Or maybe change seemed possible, but you didn't know where to start. Perhaps it's time for a 90-day transformation. Kelly J. Wright's book, Internal Journeys, A Spiritual Transformation, will change your mind about how to change your life. Once we undo what we've accepted or taken on as that picture of ourselves, we are free from negative self-talk and free to begin the journey to loving and acceptance of self. Start a 90-day transformation and Kelly will assist along your journey through her amazing book. Kelly's story explores how she walked her mind out of doubt and fear one blog at a time for 13 weeks. Life is a gift, so make sure you choose to wrap yours in a world that's created by and lived on your own terms. The book, Internal Journeys, A Spiritual Transformation, is available on Amazon. Learn more at internaljourneys.com. Art Trent Law is a universal law trainer who will help you apply universal laws in simple and easy to understand terms so you can start thriving in life. Universal law is also sometimes called the process of creation or the facts of life. Universal law is the immutable process that every one of your thoughts is processed through. Your thoughts when processed through universal law actually create what you are experiencing. In Art Drentlaw's book, Choose Again, you are far more than you have come to believe. You will read the true story of how an inmate in a Nazi death camp by the name of Wild Bill Cody actually thrived. This book will stir your emotions and rejuvenate you by its magnificence, advance your own consciousness, and therefore even help advance world consciousness. You can buy, choose again, you are far more than you have come to believe at universallawpro.com slash books. 
Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back, everyone, to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW. This is Conscious Speaks, and we are live every Thursday with Kelly J. That's me. And if you are just joining the conversation, we are talking about mind over matter and inviting listeners to call in and share a personal story or experience about the theory or the process or how they use mind over matter. You know, I just wanted to share a quick story that I was talking to Eric about the break is that there's we I don't think we can ever become mind over matter. I think it's something that we work on to progress and to uh, to practice every day. I know that because I walked into the studio today and I realized that if it wasn't for Eric, that there's some things that would really go wrong because <laughs> no matter how much I really want to always be in my matter, the Aquarian brain and the and where I am in the, as an air sign, I'm always out in the atmosphere. So it was a big laughing experience, especially when uh, we're walking into a mind over matter show. We need our friends. We need our communities. We need trusted people to open up and share with. In the power of two is how we open up and grow forward. And we have a call. And um, we're going to take a call right now from Lindy and Diana from Stanwood. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, great. We're doing perfect. Are you good? I'm so glad to hear your voices. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Can I say something? Of course. I saw your post today on Facebook uh, for your mother's birthday, Diana, and uh, I'll be both of your birth- mother's birthday today. And um, she's so gorgeous. It's a beautiful black and white photo. Um, you three sisters are just all gorgeous, just like her. And, you know, oh, you. it's just um, a blessing to be a part of all your lives. So happy birthday to your mother. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was when she was a photojournalist. And uh, somebody took a picture of her taking a picture of her work. Yes, candids are the best. It's fabulous. It's yeah. a, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's gorgeous, just like you ladies. So I feel like I just got to know her. It's got spiritual chills, too, so that's really cool. So I'm excited to hear from you guys. And it's another thing that reminds me of your mom. Lindy, what's it called? The five people theory from Roshan? Oh, Rashomon. Rashomon. Yeah, Rashomon. Yeah, that's the the interesting story about uh, the happening. I'm not sure if it was actually a, a real-life event or if it's, it's just fiction um, written in somewhere in Asia. And about five different perspectives on a certain... I think it might have been a murder, you know what I'm saying? But there are five different perspectives of how each person felt about that happening. And so our mother was really very zen and very into Buddhism and she just really always just kind of like you have an open mind about life in general, you know, and that there are many ways to look at any given situation or circumstance. So it was very interesting having a mother like mother like that. Oh, I can, <laughs> you know? I can only it's been great for her to be around today with an incredible spiritual journey that we're on with you. So right. Yeah. That- <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, you yeah. added me in there. <laughs> I know. She was just saying, oh, my goodness, you people were, you've been all my life. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, thank thank goodness to your mother. I'm sure she had a huge hand in bringing us together in the work that we do at Conscious Speaks Internal Journeys. Um, the 90-day transformation self-love work that you both do is amazing work, and we do work in Mind Over Matter. Did you call in to share a little bit about that? Sure. 
Um, yeah, I'm currently in continuing on in my spiritual journey. Journey. Thank you so much. I did uh, graduate the first 90 days, mm-hmm. and uh, now I'm heading towards uh, the fourth week of a spiritual in eight. In eight, it's eight weeks, I believe, and uh, or is it eight weeks? I don't know. I can't keep track. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We're we're to. It will. It's been so enjoyable because, um, gosh, I think I'm trying to have challenges with my mind because my heart seems to be speaking louder than my mind. You know what I'm saying? Yes. My heart gets over a lot. Right, right. And I don't, I, I seem to kind of, I've been living more, uh, more of a happier life, a happier existence since I've been able to find some self-love and um I still, uh, you know, work in progress every minute of the day. It just doesn't come natural, I think. But uh, I'm learning about it. Let's just put it that way. Mm. How about you guys? Yeah, ditto. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little reality check because I've been through a little bit of a rough patch the last couple weeks. But uh, you know, it's just part of it. Um, I think Kelly Wright said something like, Mom, "Your mother said you'd have days like that or weeks." or whatever yes. <laughs> yes no not weeks just you know it's it's uh it's it's really a great uh a great growth to have because i know that when even when i go through really rough times i'm still dealing with things much differently much differently yeah. even if i get into head arguments they're smaller than they were before they're shorter than they were before i notice it more than i did before Sometimes I don't want to, and that's okay, too. Yes, yes. You know, but most of the time I, you know, do. I go, no, that's not very loving. Let's do it a different way. And, yeah, it's getting easier, but it also has rough patches, and that's just the transparency of it, and that's that's okay. Exactly. Thank goodness we have this wonderful host that we, can, we get to have in our life. Thank you so much, Kelly. You're welcome. You're welcome. I am honored to work with both of you. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing today. Oh, you're welcome. So we, can we continue listening? Are we going to just coming on later on today? Or? We're on the show right now. You're live. Oh, so, yes, you can continue world. listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, world. <laughs> Thank you so much, girls. All right. Thank you, too. Talk to you okay. soon. Love you. Love you, too. And if I could just point out to Lindy and Diana that, of, of course, the show will be available as a podcast <laughs> later today as well. So they can always go back and uh, listen in further. And that's why it's so amazing to have Eric Ryder here to help me do the show. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Yeah. We have no another problem. caller, it looks like, too. That's right. We've got Casey on the line from University Place. Hi. Hi. Are you there, Casey? Hey, Kelly, hello. Hi. Uh, <laughs> um, it's really great to hear, hear you. I've been listening for a while. And um, just, I just wanted to say right off the bat is that um, although we've not... <clears throat> communicated much since I went on my last road trip. I um, pay attention to everything that you post, and I, I read your writings, and I, they, they're very uplifting and very encouraging for me. Um, you know, I'm an old man, and yet I'm still going through recreating. I think it's an ongoing process. Uh, I've been um, letting go of a lot of old myths that I carried about myself, which has been very interesting, and then rewriting that history, not in the sense of neglecting the history, but not letting it be a part of who I am as I move forward. 
That's that that does make sense. Yeah, it just touched my soul strand because you have spoke about something that's near and dear to my heart. And it's actually the last week's work that we process in the innate journey. And it talks about how the things that we have that we hold and do we still need to have and hold them? Can we change our story? Can we change the directive? And, and it's never too, never too late to change the way we feel about ourselves. Yeah. I, and I, it's been really empowering. And, and, um, and of course I'm a youthful old man. So <laughs> I know I have many, many years ahead of me. <laughs> right. But, um, but, but it's interesting. One of the things that I've found interesting is that <clears throat> as I've been going through this process, <clears throat> that um, there are people that you are akin to, that you have relationships with, that are often not comfortable with you changing. Mm. That, that as you let go of old story and you're rewriting yourself and, and that, that there are certain people that, that are like, no, they, they've got you in this place where they want to keep you. And when you start changing, it makes it uncomfortable for them, I guess. And, and so there's resistance in terms of relationship with me because they see me releasing things that I no longer need. And I've also discovered that I really don't, any person that wants to hold me back, wants to keep me in my own, my old consciousness, is not really a friend of mine. They they are um, because they're not encouraging. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying. May I add something to it? Yes, please. Okay. What I hear in there um, is when people can't, you know, be a part of our story changing, and it feels like they can't be our friends or or close to us. It's it's really just our energies changing, and it feels so uncomfortable. I think that, and you might, uh, I'd be curious to hear your response, um, that when this happens, it's not that the people are bad or good or that the love or the friendships mattered more or less. It's when we do dedicate ourselves to this pathway to wake ourselves up, to learn to see ourselves and really be a participant in our real-time life, it is shakeable work as you know and it is very uncomfortable for people who haven't done that to be around because the energy is just different oh yeah yeah and and i and it's like i i have great love for all of these all of these relationships that have been have become challenging for me but i also realize sometimes you have to release or at least give space while you're going through your own process so that you don't let your inner self be unduly influenced by people that would want to keep you where you are rather than see you move forward. Yeah. Well, and, and, and so I release with love, but yeah. there's, that doesn't mean they're horrible, bad people. They're very good people. They're yeah. very loving people, but they've, they've got a comfort zone with where I was right. and because they understood my motivations, or at least they thought they did and that sort of thing. And now things are changing. Right. We, you know, we call it at Internal Journeys, memories that are frozen in mind. So when right. we have these relationships with people and when, when we grow up within these relationships with others, people's fixed memory point of us is of their, cho- of their choice. And I heard it say by a speaker, I don't remember who it was, I, I feel bad about that, that it's usually not the most, um, 
be becoming choice that they're remembering because it's usually some happening at a function or a party. <laughs> you know, the the one right. or two times your family gets together, um, th- if anything has ever gone awry in those moments, those are usually what people remember. And, and it's I think it's not because it's their choice. It's just that it stands out the most. And, and we create we create these memories for people. So we've actually given them to them. Exactly. And so yeah, no, I'm not. And, I'm, I'm, I, oh yeah, I'm. Not, I, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Totally. Totally. I'm just kind of, let me work it out. Let me just preface this. I'm working it out in my mind with you. Uh, <laughs> you and I are having a conversation to share with the world. <laughs> well, this is great. And I, I forgot. Okay. We're on radio. We're, we're, we're exploring this externally. Too. Externally for everyone. Right. Right. I love that you forgot that you're on radio with me. That was beautiful. I love it. And so what happens is when you or I or anyone doing this work, we grow and when we grow exponentially, it is too radical. I've learned through transformation work, as I'm sure you have, that it's a slow road. And the memories that our loved ones or others are remembering us from are the last ones we left them. And sometimes we forget how long we've been away from them, literally, because doing transformation work, we become kind of hermits or very, I, I've called it, I even said that I've looked self-centered at time or, or consuming. I, I talk about it in the preface of my book. I had to be, and that's what I'm kind of circling back to with your saying that you have to make boundaries because if we don't, we, we, we don't give ourselves enough love to really ground in the new intentions that we've just discovered for ourselves. Would you say that's coming, ringing a little bit? Yeah, no, very much so. I, 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 I go into my bear mode, which is in the winter, hibernation and 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 through my shamanic training, I've learned that uh, there's that it's like that at least for me, I feel like my consciousness, my spirit is like it's like layers of onion, and that is that as we strip away old beliefs that are no longer serving us or others, there's there's a new layer that has to be looked at, and and I and I feel like it's an ongoing process. Um, I don't feel like we ever come to a place of okay, I'm done now. I'm I'm I, I think that I come you come to a place of enlightenment, but I think that even within enlightenment, there's still more work, self work to be done. Yes, um, I agree. Like there's more work to be done, and we have to still practice what we've learned, right? <laughs> or we don't get to exactly. go forward. <laughs> oh yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> there is that part, <laughs> and that's the interesting part too, because this is what I really recommend to my clients and to anyone that has the bravery to step in to do their soul work to go, Hey, it's okay to take breaks. Let's slow down and practice everything we just learned before we grow forward again. Let's find, let's find people that think like us so we can, you know, tend our circles of likeness and get those soul strands, you know, that vibration, that caliber upgraded, you know, more often so that we don't forget that this is amazing work we're doing. We're not alone that there is a whole universe out there of people doing this work too. And maybe sometimes they might not be within our immediate family or our current friendships, but that there are groups out there that we can join and have those similar conversations with. And that that really does make it easier to be around our loved ones because then we're getting that need of being seen met for who we are in real time, as well as being with our loved ones who are really the most important people in our life, even when it feels uncomfortable. Would you add to that? I would agree with that. Well, and you and I, I mean, we've just come to know each other recently. Yes. And, um, and this is the first dialogue we've actually had. Yeah. 
radio, no less. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> but, we feel like we know each other, right? Because we exactly, have. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's it. And I, um, so I just want to, um, I guess what I wanted mostly is to, of course, touch base with you and let you know that I honor and respect the work that you do. And um, I hope that you keep doing it. And uh, I wanted to ask, is everything okay with you? Well, thank you. Thank you so much. First of all, thank you uh, for calling in and honoring to take our com- our connection to the next level and to share and talk on a live radio. Uh, thank you for encouraging me to keep doing what I'm doing because it really does matter and it helps and it really feeds my soul strand. Um, as you know, it, the work can be very um, overwhelming and very consuming. And so I do plan to continue. I made it back out of the woods and I'm, you know, here on live radio and I'm going to open up the mics and start having more people call in and share. And, um, and I just, I'm so thankful for that. Thank you. And are you doing okay? I'm, I'm doing okay now. Each day it's a little bit better for a while. I forgot. Um, you know, thanks for asking me that. Okay, everybody, here's a moment. I always live in the moment. Um, it was, uh, I'm in a seventh transformation. And so it's a really in- interesting conversation with um, spirit and myself. I'm always working <laughs> with a spirituality against Christianity. And so, because, right. and I'm not, they're not against, but I'm trying to figure out how to mirror them together for everyone to make sense because everything's the same. It really just is. Um, we just have to break down those colors, those nuances that we were talking about at the beginning of the show, right? Um, mm-hmm. That we, we have power over our mind, not outside events, but realize this and you'll find strength. So, when we realize that we have power over our mind, we could look backwards and connect dots. Then if we can do that, I believe it's our duty to figure out a way to show that to everyone so they can see it too. And so when you ask, am I all right? That's really, that's a, <laughs> thank you for caring to ask me if I'm all right. It, uh, because well, it, it really hits the spot. Um, it, go ahead. Yeah, I know. And I just, I get that whole thing. I don't know you probably didn't know this, but I was a, I was a pastor. For a really? Pastor. So, yes. so can you quote scripture? I, I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a. Bib, I'm not a biblical. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't have a great memory, but I. I mean, I know. I know scripture, but I also know Bhagavad Gita. I know. Um, you know. I mean, so it's not just just the Christian Bible, but yes. Yeah. I know a little bit of it. Um, yeah. I don't. A lot of people ask me, "How do I?" Um, and that was because that's what you brought that up. How do I? Um, reconcile my my work as a as a as a Christian pastor mm-hmm. with my with my shamanic work with my uh, intuitive work that I do now, and I said there's no reconciliation. Yeah. That they're both they're both connection to to the spirit. To, mm-hmm. to, to there's no reconciliation yeah, right. done. And then, and if we actually even took the model of Christ, um, you know, what what light workers could do today, I believe, are are, are following that path. That exactly. That, that Christ did, that they told us to go out and heal, to to nurture, not to, um, yeah. Okay, you understand that. I do, I do, and you talked about ether earlier. I love that. I I really, I have a profoundly closer relationship with Christ lately um, through the work that I've been doing in my seventh transformation, and I've always loved him, but this is something different, and I've kept my sharing's a little bit more private, but I will speak on those later. I still have more work to do. But, um, you know, I'm going to take a chance. Can I read one of the quotes to you and ask you what you think when you hear it? Okay. Absolutely. So I'm going to go for the Marcus Aurelius quote, the one that I read earlier. It says, everything we hear is an option, not a fact. 
Everything we see is perspective, not the truth. What does that make you think of? I absolutely totally agree with that. You know, there, there's a, a wisdom talk about the three conversations that take place between two people. That which the person thinks they're saying, that which the person thinks they hear, and then the actual thing that was stated. Yes, yes. And, um, and, and sometimes communication can be so difficult, but at other times it just seems so di- divinely perfect and that it there's just that connection and i think that's when people start talking about uh, what is it twin twin spirits or or or, or soul you know because they they realize that wow we have this moment and we understand each other and and what i'm saying you're hearing and and we're having this very real conversation that is at the core of our beings rather than the surface of our right and and I, i didn't believe that we're called into that sort of relationship with people. We get get confused sometimes and mixed up with sensuality and and other things that are outside of just that pure connection of spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. It really comes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of show, too, right? The show is about mind over matter. And so it's as above, so below. It's um, our highest self, which is our lower human nature, it's learning to know the difference between those cues so we can step outside the reaction and make an honest choice that's neutral and really pertains to the situation from a heart-based being versus mind reacting. And, and that's, it's all in there, right? It's all in there. Exactly. It's beautiful. Well, and you know, in seven, you said you're on your seventh journey. You know, seven is the, in Christian Bible, it's the number of perfection. I'm sorry, come again? The number of perfection. Yes, it is. And it's... um. Also, the number of spirit, right? A Christian mind. Right. And so I, I'm very aware, but I, yeah, sometimes I wasn't ready to do the transformation. And then I realized I had to. And I'm working, I've uh, studied my whole life the Lord's Prayer, um, working with um, Christ as Lord and Savior, working with, um, you know, um, the, the feminine and the masculine. And more recently, I guess I'll just give a little shout out to everybody out there listening. I'm, I was going to talk about this on a, an upcoming show, but I've really been working with, um, with um, the sacrament and with um, the quote, you know, from the Bible, it's not a quote, but the psalm or the verse about mind over matter. And it really comes back to, I mean, um, eat, drink, and be merry. I'm sorry, that's what I was talking about. The Mm -hmm. verse, eat, drink, and be merry. You know, and it comes back again to what we're talking about at the beginning of the show. My journey was to learn how to perceive further, so I had to take down the walls so I could question further. And this would help me to understand and see further out into the world through everything's first look at it, first, first glance. Um, wherever we're born, whatever family we're born into, whatever system, wherever we are, that first caregiving circle is our first book of self. So that's the first knowledge system we're built through. And until we start to go to school and then add, add different teachers and values and coaches to our lives, um, it, we're kind of in that one loop. And then it starts building out. So if you think about when, how many times, Casey, how many times have you heard eat, drink, and be merry? Right. Right. How many times have you been, how many times have you heard it attached to a Christian saying from the Bible or separate? Well, I always connected it to the sacrament. Yeah. But but because that's what I, to me, that's what they're saying. Yes. Yes. um, But, you know, that. And the problem, I think, is sometimes it's within Christian lives that everybody gets very legalistic and they try to, you know, and it's all about form and it's not about function. Yeah. Does that, 
you understand what I'm saying? Right, and they well, and, and it leaves no room for a metaphor, which is really truly how every story is created. Exactly, and and the the idea that that, that all of Scripture, and not just biblical, is is metaphors for living, and just read it and and apply that for one day. I just like today I was reading a, a Zig Ziglar. Ah, I love Zig. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I worked for him for a while okay. back in the past. Okay. Um, and it was something about um, uh, people who try to who, who naysay you, people who 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 don't lift you up, um, belong in your rearview mirror. Hmm. Um, and I'm missing it. I'm not saying it correctly. I think we get it. But you know, and and there is that sometimes there is that, and I come back to that circle of as you go through transformation doesn't mean that you're leaving them behind in terms of of forever because there is love I mean I, I love I can't think of a person that I've met in my reality in this reality that I don't have some sense of love for do you, do you understand I do and I say that a lot and, I do and but sometimes you have to put them in the rearview mirror yeah. so that you can love them better <laughs> as you become more a more complete human being and I'm just laughing because sometimes they're happy that we left them in the river mirror because uh, <laughs> I, I, try, I, I just had this conversation with one of my clients the other day. And I said, you know, everything that you're perceiving about them, they're perceiving about you back. They're just as important, just as powerful. Their life matters. We all make mistakes. We all do well. And we're all trying to be better. And I, I believe that about every person. I'll go back to before we have a caller on the line. I want to, you know, end up my uh, not end, but. Um, taper off our call because I'll look forward to talking to you again and hopefully you'll call in again. It's been a beautiful conversation. Um, yeah. but I'd I, like for us to have more conversation. Definitely, definitely. I'll finish what I'm going to say off the air with you and then um, I'm going to take another call. Thank you so much for calling in, Casey. I hope you're listening. Shall we take a quick break here? You know, may I say, <laughs> I'm like, may I say one thing? Sure. Um, what, we're going to take a quick break. Eric's right. But what I wanted to add to the whole the eat, drink, be merry is there's a part in the scripture and it says, and it's that we're talking about when your grain, when you're, when you're, um, what's the, what is the exact words? When your feet, when your cupboards are full, when your grain supply is full, when you've, so basically when you reaped what you've sown, you've done good work, eat, drink, and be merry. And I think what we leave off a lot is that we do need to work. We need to plant our seeds. We need to be ready to grow forward. We need to make sure that we are full up before we go out to eat, drink, and be merry. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Have you ever felt stuck? Like, who I am is who I am. And I just can't change at this point. Or maybe change seemed possible, but you didn't know where to start. Perhaps it's time for a 90-day transformation. Kelly J. Wright's book, Internal Journeys, A Spiritual Transformation, will change your mind about how to change your life. Once we undo what we've accepted or taken on as that picture of ourselves, we are free from negative self-talk and free to begin the journey to loving and acceptance of self. Start a 90-day transformation and Kelly will assist along your journey through her amazing book. 
Kelly's story explores how she walked her mind out of doubt and fear one blog at a time for 13 weeks. Life is a gift, so make sure you choose to wrap yours in a world that's created by and lived on your own terms. The book, Internal Journeys, A Spiritual Transformation, is available on Amazon. Learn more at internaljourneys.com. The biomedical field is very competitive. Becoming a biomedical professional takes years of extensive education and significant financial investment. Unfortunately, the dream of making a real difference by discovering and saving lives is often shattered by stress, burnout, funding shortages, administrative burden, and untenable work-life balance. Dr. Shumei Zong set out to cast off her golden handcuffs so that she could live a purposeful and exciting life without the burnout. The Joy of Letting Go of Your Biomedical Career is her fascinating book, now available on Amazon. The Joy of Letting Go of Your Biomedical Career profiles Dr. Shumei Zong's struggle of leaving her beloved and yet stressful job at a top medical school. If you're wondering whether you should stay in the traditional biomedical field or create a different career, the good news is Dr. Zong would love to help you by sending you her book for free. Simply visit her website, hoeholisticwellness.com. That's hoeholisticwellness.com today. One more time, hoeholisticwellness.com. Organic, free range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW. This is Kelly Day. And I was just laughing at the organic and fresh fed, grain fed. So, um, And we were just talking about how when we've done all the work and our grain seeds are stored and we're ready, I'm assuming, you know, in biblical times for, for the winter, it's time to relax. You've you've done your work. And I kind of uh, evaluate that in the same work as transformation work. We work 90 days really hard. We take a 90 day break. And um, so it's really about learning how to celebrate our wins. And, and I, I looked up, I like to do this because I've been living and growing out loud through internet, uh, through Facebook, social media, blogging, video blogs um, for over seven years now. And so I thought I'm going to go look and see if I could find anything I, I wrote on mind over matter really quickly. And I found a quote that I wrote in 2017. And it says, mind over matter, then matter over mind. What you see is what you get. And what you see is what you feel. When we think about transformation work in mind over matter, really, it's a really interesting and really huge place to work. But if you want to get to the crux of it, the, the, the truest way to really start to be able to work with your mind and matter, whether you're on a transformation journey to heal a broken heart, to, to figure out a new goal that you can't achieve, to change your career, to um, change your relationship with food, alcohol, sports, sex, you know, gambling, anything, like whenever you want to make a change in your life, we have to figure out how to use our mind and over our matter. And otherwise, the matter just becomes slave to the mind. And so to be able to do transformation work, to heal yourself in mind, body, and soul will be one of the greatest endeavors you ever take. And I, I hope that you do um, because there's no time like the now. Okay, so I think we have a caller coming in. We do. We've got Tim in the mountains somewhere. Yay. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. How are the mountains? 
Ah, they're beautiful today. I'm after your show. I'm going to go up and walk the river like I do every day. Uh, but uh, my change in thought and consciousness really came radically because I was a staunch Christian, and my father was a minister, and we were uh, apostolic Lutheran. And we're real strict, almost like German Baptists. I never watched TV, did any of that stuff. And I met my mentor. And he looked at me and said, yeah, I love Jesus. He's the first thing in our hearts. Still today it is. Mm. But he said, read this book. So I read it. It was Autobiography of a Yoga by Paramahansa Yogananda. And he opened me up into other beliefs. And it was such a beautiful book to read. Through that, I got turned on to Ramakrishna. And I read that book all the time. The Gospel Alarm, Krishna by M. Right. But change is really hard, you know. Uh, you're, you're stuck in this little hole, and suddenly it bloomed in the flowers, and you go, wow. And that's what my life has been. I've gotten simpler, and I listen to you, and keep my life humble and slow. It's so beautiful to hear. I really like uh, how you're talking about, you know, the, it, change is hard. It is. There's no way around it, but it's the only thing that's ever happening, right? So when we get involved with our change, we get to participate with it, and and that's the fun part. And I like how you said, you know, that you were able to start to look at other beliefs in, in how that opened your mind. Can you tell a little bit more about your journey, any one part that sticks out particular with mind over matter and how that helped you? Find- well, the neatest thing is uh, judge and not judge. You know, just don't do it. Center yourself around love and, and God. And I don't drink. And most people don't drink. Uh, get real self-righteous and say, oh, we can't have this around here. I say, oh, I can't be around these people. I'm the one with the problem. I have alcohol for other people. I just don't touch it. Right. You know? And I'm married that way. If I drank, I sure wouldn't be married. I'd <laughs> 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 be a big deal what? <laughs> You drink and not be merry. <laughs> no, I turn into a big turd. So I haven't drank in years. But, you know, that's another falsity in life is we change our aspects, but we get self-righteous. Right. And you got to really watch that. I watch that all the time with myself. Yeah, it's true because what happens is we are so excited about changing that we think, it, 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 uh, and let me just take, let me say the we. When, when we do change, um, if we haven't done deep introspective work, we still are being very subjective. And so we haven't got out of the I mind. We perceive and need everything outside of us to be like us, to feel safe. And so that's the part of transformation work that is really important for me. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling in and being part of the show today, Tim. And I'll talk to you next time. Okay, everybody. I'm so blessed again to share time and space with everyone who tuned in and late listening through podcast. Thank you, Alternative Talk Radio, 1150 KKNW, Marilyn Milano, Eric Ryder, our producer and engineer, Don Avery and Larry Mitchell for permission to share rapidly approaching ecstasy in our shows. You can find that CD on Amazon or donavery.com. Love wins when we choose love. And that's a circle. Love and namaste. Kelly J.